This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. Tonight. I'm embarrassed. I am very angry. Gail King mortified. Why her interview about Kobe Bryant is sparking big backlash. I felt I had to say something. Plus, what we just learned about Kobe's memorial. Then, remembering a Hollywood legend. Where did you go? E.T.'s time with Kirk Douglas and son Michael. Plus, J.Lo and A-Rod's wedding plans revealed. Do you have butterflies? Because this is it. <laughs> the surprising names on their guest list. So I can tell you that. Then, the Nick Lachey interview that still has ex-Jessica Simpson seething. He was just bitter. And what our guest co-host Fran Drescher is revealing about a nanny reboot. E.T. starts right now. <laughs> Gail King's questions about Kobe Bryant's legacy and the sexual assault allegation against him from 2003 caused a firestorm on social media. And today, she tried to put out the flames. I am mortified, I'm embarrassed, and I am very angry. We expect more from you, Gail. Don't you hang out with Oprah? Why are y'all attacking us? Unbeknownst to me, my network put up a clip from a very wide-ranging interview, um, totally taken out of context. Gail's original interview with former WNBA star Lisa Leslie ran for five minutes and 33 seconds. In it, she asked about Kobe's legacy and sexual assault allegation. It's been said that his legacy is complicated because of a sexual assault charge, which was dismissed in 2003, 2004. Is it complicated for you as a woman, as a WNBA player? It's not complicated for me at all. I just never see, have ever seen him being the kind of person that would be do something to violate a woman or be aggressive in that way. I, that's just not the person that I know. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying things didn't happen. Mm -hmm. I just don't believe 
that things didn't happen with force. The network later posted a much shorter clip that singled out the assault charge. For the network to take the most salacious part when taken out of context and put it up online for people who didn't see the whole interview is very upsetting to me and that's something I'm going to have to deal with with them. A source tells ET Gail realized she needed to address the controversy after she saw this threatening post from Snoop Dogg. Respect the family and back off before we come get you. And the last thing I would want to do is disparage him at this particular time. And I, I, I hope people understand that. She's a journalist. Sharon Osborne was in Gail's corner this morning on The Talk. She doesn't have to apologize for doing her job. And this afternoon, CBS News released this statement, quote, Gail conducted a thoughtful, wide-ranging interview with Lisa Leslie about the legacy of Kobe Bryant. An excerpt was posted that did not reflect the nature and tone of the full interview. We are addressing the internal process that led to this and changes have already been made. Meanwhile, a source tells ET a public memorial will be held for Kobe on February 24th, 2-24, in honor of his and Gigi's numbers. Kobe was honored at the Super Bowl, J-Lo lighting up the halftime stage purple and gold. And today we've learned she and A-Rod are planning summer I do's. I'm always hoping both of us are just like standing up straight and don't faint. <laughs> a source tells ET the wedding will be gorgeous but not huge and that their children will play a big part. Well, your, your son's a little man. Is he going to walk you down the aisle? Of course. I love that of so course. much. I love that. You have to travel for the location? Don't know yet. Don't know yet? Don't know yet. So we're not sure? Not sure. We have a couple of different ideas. Really? And will the kids have a hand in what? Of course, what? of course. Can't have, can't have it without the kids. All right, all right. We're making a family. We're not just getting married. We're making a family. You know? Well, you're already a family, aren't you? Yes. What about their first dance? Well, if JLo's Super Bowl preps give us any hints, A-Rod better start practicing. And we know who could be the night's MC. Hi everyone, I'm Natasha Rodriguez and I'll be taking over the ET mic today. My stepmom Jennifer Lopez will be performing alongside Shakira. Our source says J-Rod will be inviting their exes and that they already do everything together and are basically married, but excited to make it official. We really see this as something that is gonna be forever and we're gonna we're gonna just take our time and and, and do it right, and do it not rushed. Let's move on now to Jessica Simpson and her not-so-happily-ever-after with ex Nick Lachey. The world put us as a trophy couple that we actually weren't. I mean, we were at the beginning, but it it fell out pretty quick. Today, Jess appeared on Andy Cohen's Sirius XM show and says she still has one big resentment. It stems from Nick's 2013 Watch What Happens Live appearance, where he made a joke about her father's sexuality. The best thing about not having Joe Simpson anymore as a father-in-law is I don't have to play grab ass under the table on Easter Sunday. <laughs> you were pissed. Very. That was low. <laughs> yeah. And that's not for him to talk about and it, by any means, because he's you... not connected with us at all anymore. He was just bitter. You know, and he was just trying to take a dig. In Open Book, Jessica says she accepts her dad no matter what. Leading up to her 2014 wedding to Eric Johnson, Joe brought his friend as his plus one. My father called me to tell me he was bringing his friend Jonathan, a young model he often shot for his new photography business. 
I reminded myself I needed to accept my father for who he was as he worked it out in real time. Uh, Jessica will not need another memoir because she left everything right there on the table. Okay, let's head to New York now with Rachel Smith and tonight's special guest co-host who also holds nothing back. What's going on, ladies? Ooh, that is right there, Kevin. Hey there. I'm with the one and only, the lovely Fran Drescher. Hi. Yes, and her new show, Indebted, premieres tonight on NBC. So in the show, Fran, you and your hubby, you fall on hard times, and then you've actually got to move back in with your son and your daughter-in-law, yeah, right? Yeah, baby boomers who go broke. Ta-da! Oh, my God! <laughs> she looks like someone left a rainbow in a hot car. This was written already, and in the script, my character was described as, in every way, a Fran Drescher type. Wait a second, really? <laughs> my manager called the casting office and said, well, what about Fran Drescher? And they said, we'll have to get back to you. Unbelievable. <laughs> she was working in a bridal shop in Flushing, Queens. The nanny ran for six seasons. Fran's voice and look iconic. Uh, well, let's try your reflexes first. Okay. Just like someone else we know. Guilty. Fran told us she was in talks with Cardi B's team about a reboot. Maybe we'll do the whole show all over again uh, with a whole new cast. Uh, or I could play the mom, Sylvia. But then maybe somebody like a Cardi B who's got a funny voice, got a great sense of style, uh, you know, is funny, could be good as that. And, and then maybe we could get a really sexy Obama type to play Mr. Sheffield. Oh, hey. Yeah. I like the sound of I that. Do as well. So, unfortunately, we uh, learned of the passing of Kurt Douglas. Yes. I was once in a car with my mom, and my mom spots Kurt Douglas going into a restaurant, and she gets so excited and literally tumbles out of the car yeah. onto the <laughs> sidewalk because she just lost her balance. And it's like, Kurt Douglas, Kurt Douglas! The tributes are pouring in from all over Hollywood. I'm so sorry to hear that. He was really an inspiration for many people in the industry and a good man. He was incredibly kind. You know, some people, just their energy is just like so sweet and um, and the kind of guy that looks right, like looks at you, doesn't kind of say hi, but like really looks you in the eye and makes you feel welcome. So present and thoughtful and kind and a gentleman. At Alfre Woodard's annual pre-Oscars sister soiree, Kirk's loved ones were on her mind. My heart goes out to, to Michael and his grandkids and his family. This was Kirk's last family photo, four generations getting together in August, including wife of 65 years, Anne, and his beloved daughter-in-law, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Last night, she posted, I shall love you for the rest of my life. I miss you already. Sleep tight. I know that we're free. With iconic roles like Spartacus, Kirk's busy career spanned seven decades, but it's his sweet bond with son Michael that will always warm our hearts. As I always say, if I'd known Michael was gonna be so successful, I would have been much nicer to him when he was young. But I'm proud of Michael, but I'm more proud of how he handles his success than I am of his success. I am proud of you. Quality, I couldn't understand. I, 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 I didn't wrote, understand what he played the ukulele either, and he juggles. I wrote that speech for him. Put it down. <laughs> Kirk got a kick out of crashing his son's ET interviews, but Michael got to turn the tables on his dad in 2014. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Kirk survived both the helicopter crash and a stroke in the 90s. We were there as Michael honored the legend at his 100th birthday party. And I don't know anybody who's done any more 
than this man has at 100 years old. At their last public outing, the father-son bond, like always, was sealed with a kiss on the lips, an old Russian tradition. We love you, son. Thanks. Still ahead. I love blowing my friends' minds. Straight from the mass Singer to the E.T. stage, was Drew Carey's time as the llama full of behind-the-scenes drama? I was like, oh my goodness. Plus, a friend's reunion with Tom Cruise, with these new photos revealed. And I am a good kisser. Our Brad Pitt week continues with a flashback to the Brangelina date, the E.T. interview that hinted a split was coming. It's a lot of fighting, and it's pretty ugly. Hey, everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The E.T. podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. What a shocker last night when Drew Carey was unmasked as the llama. And finally, the secret's out. <laughs> you can finally tell the world. How hard was it to keep that secret? It wasn't that hard because nobody ever expected me to do this show. Did you have any friends or anybody who was like, my ex, and my, kid, my ex and my kid got me right away. Really? Yeah. My kid texted me. He's 14. He's going to be 15. He sent me a text and said, what's up, llama? No, he did. <laughs> uh, you know, I had people over to watch my house to watch the Super Bowl. They're like, oh, we want to watch this mass singer. So we watched the first act. And then I was like, can we watch something else? Because I don't really like the show. The show's stupid. <laughs> By the way, people who might have been shocked when Drew pulled off that mask and said, I didn't know you were a musical performer. Obviously, you weren't down with the Drew Carey show. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> when I think sexy, I don't think of the latest halftime show at the Super Bowl. I think of that. That's what you think of, right? right. Good luck topping that, J-Lo and Shakira. <laughs> now, I don't know if we'll ever get to see Brad Pitt on The Masked Singer, but we are looking back at when Brad Pitt became a dad. Yeah, it's just dad. Nothing's cool. Nothing's cool with dad anymore. Pitt talks parenting and reveals how coming to his daughter's rescue left him so injured he had to use a cane. It was me or her. Then it's Thursday with Matthew Hussey. Having trouble flirting? I have the cure for you. Coming up next. So, Tom. That Tom would be Mr. Tom Cruise, riding off in his motorcycle and obviously still recognizable to the paparazzi under that helmet. As he leaves LA hotspot San Vicente bungalows, Tom was joining Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Demi Moore, and Kate Hudson in celebrating Sarah Foster's 39th birthday last night. Sarah Foster is the daughter of music producer David Foster. Well, someone else we've been celebrating all week long is Mr. Brad Pitt. Oh, yeah, baby. What a hottie. He shows up in my dreams, I kid you not. And he is dominating award season. He certainly is. And tonight, Pitt's Oscar evolution kicks off with Brad, the doting dad. Yeah, it's just dad. Nothing's cool. Nothing's cool with dad anymore. But, but this is why we do it. You know, this is why we do these, just for the kids. Brad often takes things the kids make and turns it into something like he made a blanket one year of all their drawings. 2010 kicked off the decade of Brangelina. The couple was oh so in love, hitting red carpets together, gushing about their kids. Brad even had to sport a cane after putting his life on the line for Vivienne. I was carrying my daughter down a slope and I slipped and it was me or her. I'm getting really annoyed with this cane. I, I think I got a couple more days and I'm gonna 
wing it. He fights through it and pretends he's uh, he's not injured, no, so he's like. work, you know. Late night, you go, man, I really like a soda that's downstairs. And it does work. And you go get it. That's nice. Let me show you how it's done. 2012 gave us the hashtag Angie's right leg after Jolene at the Oscars. It was also the year Brad popped the question, proposing with this reported one million dollar rock. And their six kids were already wedding planning. They've got a lot of crazy ideas, <laughs> and I'm sure most of them will win out. So yes, they'll they'll be the ones deciding the you know when it comes and how it's done. I'm sure. Three months after that interview, Brangelina said, I do in France. Angie wore a Versace dress. The veil included sketches by their kids. How's married life? <laughs> the couple skipped a honeymoon to go shoot their second movie together, By the Sea, written and directed by Angelina. The drama about a marriage on the rocks was a far cry from their first film together, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. No! You're sick! No! You're sick! You know, we came out stronger on the other end. Just making something together and, and something she wrote, and it's a real pleasure. A few uh, weeks into it, we wondered if it was a good idea because it is quite, it, it's heavy and it's a lot of fighting and it's pretty ugly. The film bombed at the box office, making only $3.3 million. In July 2016, Brad and Angie were snapped together for the final time. Two months later, Angie filed for divorce. Into Brad, the producer. He took a step back from acting while fighting a bitter custody battle with Angie. By the end of 2016, Brad was sober and got his groove back. How does Brad Pitt relax? Just friends, family, get outside, make some things. I feel pretty privileged and, and you know, listen, there's a shelf life on this thing. Hopefully we have other things going for us. You know, I feel like Brad's not gonna have to worry about those other things, right? No, Brad said he is so great. <laughs> he is. Love and him. another reason we love Brad, he isn't shy about a single status. He's been joking about it in all of his speeches. Yeah, but for those of you who are shy, unlike myself, mm -hmm. and single, you need a little help in the flirting department. We know somebody who can help, right? Yes, we sure do. He's our love guru, Matthew Hussey. Prepare yourselves for some class A flirting. Here are three ways you can do that. Number one, use the delayed compliment. Let's say you're in a group situation with a bunch of people and the person you like is telling a story. This one time at band camp. Find that person afterwards and say, I love how passionate you get when you tell stories, by the way. You're now creating this intimate moment between the two of you, even though you weren't one of the more vocal people in the group. You're quite the storyteller, aren't you? <laughs> Number two, the competitive tease. Let's say you're going to one of those bars where people play table tennis at the bar. Honey, they have ping pong. You could say to the person you like, I'm sorry for what I'm about to do, by the way. I'm gonna destroy you at table tennis. Oh! By the way, um, I'm awesome. In that moment, you create friction in a playful way, and friction is one of the greatest ways to flirt. Number three, use the spontaneous test. Okay, quiz me. You could say, what kind of chocolate do you like? Milk or dark? Now, if you like milk and they say milk, you can say, you and I are gonna get along just fine. If they say dark, you say, dark. It would never work between us. It's white chocolate and it is nasty. You're creating this 
fun test that immediately takes the conversation from platonic to fun and flirtatious. And if you want to learn more ways to flirt, I have a free chapter from my guide that you can find at the link below. For me, the criteria is all the S's. Are you sexy? Are you single? Are you successful? Are you smart? Mm -hmm. Are you straight? And are you sane? If all the answers <laughs> are yes, come on home, bunny. I love it. Well, on that note, let's just get to tonight's ET birthdays. Which British singer started singing in their church choir at age 10? Is it Adele? Rick Astley or Ed Sheeran? The answer when we come back. Hey everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The ET Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go, but the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Tomorrow on ET, only we're with Brad Pitt's co-star, who has a bone to pick with Brad. What was it like kissing Brad Pitt? Then... Hi, we're the Pussycat Dolls! Only ET is on set of their comeback music video. We aren't getting any younger, so it's either <laughs> yes. now or never gonna <laughs> Tomorrow on ET. In our ET birthdays, which British singer started singing in their church choir at age 10? That is... I think we just got Rick rolled. That's Rick Astley, who turns 54 today. Wow. Yeah, happy birthday, Rick. And Fran, I cannot thank you enough for helping me here at Yotel New York. And guys, do not miss the premiere of Vendetta tonight on NBC. And Fran, before you leave us, I got to take you back to 2016, because that is when you worked that runway at the American Heart Association's Go Red for Women Red Dress Collection Fashion Show. You remember oh, that? I had so much fun there. And yeah. you know, I founded Cancer Schmanza, so I'm always down for helping women's health issues. Amen. I got to walk in the show last night. But I had a unique experience because I had a partner in crime walking the runway with me. Take oh, a look, guys. Bye. Bye. Be well. My catwalk companion was a perfect gentleman. No surprise, King won best in show at the Westminster Dog Show, and I felt like a queen. The gown I'm wearing tonight is Oliver Tolentino. It just has like a flirty, sexy, yet classy vibe to it. Every star looks gorgeous from Megan Trainer to Susan Lucci, and meeting Shania Twain was a dream come true. I'm from Tennessee, like, girl, I've been singing Man, I Feel Like a Woman for a hot second. <laughs> you know, I was like, if you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home yes, cool. or attending one live, no! you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply.